0: everyone we are sunflowers and red feathers i'm
1: christina and i'm stephanie we are two moms living in the before and after of child loss
0: join us in this journey as we share our stories of not only loss but how life after loss can still be full of beauty love hope and joy be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram and subscribe to our
1: channel to stay up to date on when we post a new video
0: bye Bye. Hi everybody. We are Sunflowers and Red Feathers. I'm Stephanie and I'm Christina and we are live today and we decided this week for our podcast and YouTube video that we would read a story called My Yellow Balloon and uh, Stephanie is going to give us a little rundown of why she picked this book, and then we're going to go ahead and read the story live and have a, just a quick little discussion at the end.
1: Yeah. So one thing that is special to our family is books. Um, Joshua loved books, and every year in his memory, we do a memorial book drive. Um, and as well as Christmas, we also get our boys, we have four other boys, we get them a gift from Joshua, and it's always a book. And for the last few years, we have done books um, that have to relate to greedy grieving for children. And mm-hmm. so this year, I picked my yellow balloon. It was highlighted through Children's Grief Awareness Day, and I wanted to get that for them this year. And it has become a favorite in our home. So we wanted to share that with you. Um, this is the book, my yellow. Ooh, on the camera, my yellow balloon, and it is by Tiffany Papa George. I don't know how to say her name. I'm guessing that's how you say it. Close <laughs> enough. A good one. And I am excited to share that with you guys today. Um, if you are live and you want to comment along, be sure to comment. I can see that we have some viewers already. So um, get ready. We're going to read um, my yellow balloon. And thank you for hanging out with us today.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
1: All right, I right. First, I have to start. There are two quotes in here that are absolutely amazing. And I'm going to read those first because they're really neat. So this one's from Peter and the star catcher. And it says, no, it's supposed to hurt. That's how, you know, it meant something. That one like hit my heart. I love that one. And the second one is from Francois Mariak. I guess that's how you say his name, but it says no love, no friendship can cross the path of our destiny without leaving some mark on it forever. And isn't that so true? Yes. All of that. There's, we're forever touched by our little people and the people that we love that we are, we have lost. So yeah. Anyway, let's get into this story. I love it. Okay. I love it. (laughs) It Says at last the carnival had come to town. Joey dashed through the grand entrance. His parents could barely keep up with him. And I'll show pictures. Joey smelled the buttery popcorn. He heard the happy music that sang out from the rides, sparkling with flashing lights. Carnival men on the midway called out, step right up for the chance to win a prize from the many shelves behind them. Then Joey saw something that made him stop. Hundreds of big, bright balloons floated as if enchanted in the air, like a cloud of many colors. Slowly, Joey walked up to them. The ripe old man drew Joey in with his deep voice. Would you like a balloon, he asked. Oh, yes, sir. Which one, Joey, his mother asked. Um, I don't know, Joey said, mesmerized. Big balloons. This is your balloon, Joey. Without even looking up, the balloon man pulled on one of the many strings and out sprang a bright yellow balloon. The balloon man wrapped the string around Joey's wrist and said, here, let me tie you two together. From that moment on, they were never apart. (laughs) Every morning, the summer sun skipped through Joey's window and the birds sang their wake up song, eager to see the two buddies running through their adventures. The bees, neighborhood dogs and old oak trees enjoyed watching them play day after day. Then one day, oh, sorry, when the day closed its eyes and the moon winked at the stars, Joey kissed his yellow balloon goodnight. I love you so much. I can't wait for tomorrow. Then Joey drifted comfortably into the magic of his dreams, knowing that his yellow balloon bravely stood guard against nightmares. (laughs) Then one day, in one second, everything changed. Joey and his yellow balloon were playing, and somehow, someway, it slipped off his wrist. It began to float away before Joey knew what was happening. Come down, Joey called out. His yellow balloon reached out its string with all of its might, but it couldn't come down. Joey ran to his mother. My my yellow balloon, it's gone, Joey sobbed. Oh, sweetheart, she said. Let's go get you a new toy. That will make you feel better. No, all I want is my yellow balloon. Get it back, Joey demanded. Please, I'll do anything if you get it back. I wish I could, she said. My picture's all turned gray. Mm-hmm. Joey stormed into his room to be all by himself. Joey felt angry. He felt confused. He felt so very sad. I wish you would come back. Joey sighed. He cried and cried and cried some more. He cried so hard. He fell into a dream so real. In his dream, Joey's balloon was with him and they both started to fly past the rustling trees, past the soaring birds, past the mountain peaks and into the depths of Joey's universe. Far away, he heard, wake up, Joey, dinner's ready. He opened his heavy eyes. He remembered his yellow balloon was gone and tears came tumbling out again. His mother and father held him close until he felt safe and loved. The rest of the summer, Joey missed his balloon all the time. Then one day, he was sad most of the time instead of all the time. As time passed, he was sad a lot of the time instead of most of the time. Then one day came that Joey felt sad only some of the time. During one of those some of the time days, Joey's mother took him to the park to feed the ducks. The cool air wrapped around him while the dark clouds of spring hung like huge sacks of treasured rain. Joey felt something warm and tingly on his back. Something caught his eye in the water. It was bright and yellow. (laughs) Joey's heart did a fast somersault in his shirt. My yellow balloon, he whispered. Joey spun around and looked up. It was so bright he couldn't see. He reached up to grab its string to pull it to him, but there was no string. It wasn't his yellow balloon, it was the sun. It had been so long since Joey noticed the sun. It reminded him so much of his yellow balloon he had to smile. Once more. In one second, everything changed. Tenderly, the sun warmed him. I still miss you, Joey said. But whenever I see the sun, big and bright, I'll feel you with me. Wherever I am, wherever I go, you are a part of me and I am a part of you. We're a part of each other forever and ever. I love that book. That is really good. I love it. It's It's so sweet.
0: (laughs) You should show the picture of the balloons at the end.
1: Yes. So, the very last page in the book. Yeah. Yes. Let me see if I can get it open. There it is. There's a ton of balloons with names on it. It says, Thank you to those both here and beyond who have inspired and touched the story along the way. And um, names. I can only imagine they're little
0: people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you for reading that. And yeah. um, so I kind of just wanted to touch on some quotes or some things that were said in there. And I think even though it's a children's book, there are definitely lots of things that we can relate to as adults. Right. Because they're trying to put very adult thoughts and feelings yeah into a way that uh, children can you know understand and grieve themselves so um yeah so obviously the main character's name is Joey and um when he said or the book said then one day in one second everything changed it just makes me think about how you, your life is so I don't want to say perfect but you know it's you're normal and then when your child dies, it literally in one second, everything changes, no matter if it's a tragedy or, you know, however your child died. Obviously, it's all the tragedy, but whatever the circumstance, it's so unexpected and it only takes one second and your whole world is upside down. It's just crazy.
1: It's true. Uh, we can I mean, as grieving parents, we know that one second <laughs> that everything changed. and all it takes Thanks. yeah yeah um yeah so uh I noticed that we have that the let's get you a new toy <laughs> so mm-hmm. how many times do people do that to us in our own grief
0: yeah
1: here oh I know you're sad about this but let's get you a new toy let's get you this let's distract you from what's actually going on instead of let's uh, like talking right. about or processing this or allowing you to process
0: yeah, so when the mom says let's get you a new toy this will make you feel better. It kind of reminded me we've talked about it before in our discussions how somebody can see that you have other children now and they're often like, "Well, you have them. You should be happy. You still have things to be thankful for." It's like, yeah, but that doesn't make it doesn't make me feel better. That doesn't change the fact that my child is still gone. It's no. Like,
1: it's like
0: I am still like, thankful like, for them.
1: Yeah it's kind of like what I wrote in my post the other day. Um, you remember I talked about how, when you have that baby, you love that person with your whole heart. And when you lose them, you miss them with your whole heart. Like, sure. I have four other beautiful boys that Mm -hmm. I still love with my whole heart, but man, like I can still miss Joshua with my whole
0: heart. Um, Yeah.
1: There's actually been quite a
0: few times in some Facebook groups where, um, especially if it's like infant loss, um, moms will be like has anybody had another child since their child passed i'm afraid i'm not gonna be able to love them or you know they're worried about having a new child come into their life and um i kind of worried about that too when i was pregnant with noah about having him but you can still wholeheartedly love a child and be missing your other one the one that's passed you don't feel like it but then it happens and you realize that you can and your other
1: babies are not a replacement. I mean, we've both had two kids right. our loss and they are not a replacement for our sons. Not right. at all. <laughs> and it's kind of insulting that people would insinuate that too. Just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me. We're not trying to replace anybody. No. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, so back when it, when Joey was crying, it stood out to me that it's, he said, He cried so hard. He fell into a dream so real. And it made me think of people who um, dream of their children, like right after, especially right after you lose them. I had a dream right after Mason died and it was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not right after like a month or so. And it's crazy how your dreams can be so realistic, right? Like you're just in your house playing and you know, your child is back there with you. Your mind tries to fix what you can't. I guess in real life, have you had any dreams like that with Joshua? Or
1: uh, yeah, uh, I did. So, even yeah, like your new kids. What was that?
0: <laughs> like with your newer kids that are born after him? Like he's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so um, I had a dream not too long ago. There was a mommy son dance coming up um, at one of the schools. And I wasn't going, (laughs) but I had a dream the night of the dance that I was there with Joshua and it felt so real, like I could smell him, I could I could feel him in my dream and it was so so real, almost creepy real.
0: (laughs) But it was
1: really sweet because I got to go to the dance with my
0: baby. (laughs) Yeah. yeah Aww, that's so sweet yeah. it's like your mind wants to put you back into that perfect world mm-hmm. and it's creating that environment for you it's really cool
1: <laughs> It is um, so heartbreaking at the same time because then you have to wake up
0: <laughs> exactly that's what I was gonna say next and then the next page was like as soon as he opened his eyes he had to remember all over again that his balloon was gone and i think for a long time at least in the very beginning Every single morning you wake up and it just like hits you like a ton of bricks and you start grieving all over again. I remember the first night when we had found out that Mason died because he was missing for the first night. So the next night after that, and probably for the first month, every time you'd wake up, even in the middle of the night, I would just start crying again and every time I woke up I had to start the process of crying until I couldn't anymore go back to sleep and then I'd wake up and I'd start the process all over again you know however many times throughout the night and then every single morning it's the same thing you start with that that grief cycle all over again and then yeah and then it, like it said in the book if at first like all summer for joy it was all the time And then it goes down to your sad most of the time instead of all the time. And then a lot instead of most of the time. And then finally, only some of the time. And I think that's a good point because it's not that our grief goes away and we don't get over it. It just changes how much of the time we are completely devastated about it during the day. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you, you learn to control it during the day.
1: And for Joey, obviously, it took him a summer. There's no timeline on when those are going to change for us. We can be sad all the time for a long time. Yeah. And we can be sad, or just instead of most of the time, you know, for who knows how long. That's There's no timeline on our grief, and we've said that plenty of times before. But Everybody's there is hope right that it will get to only some of the time, as long as we keep holding on. That's
0: yeah find your hope yeah yeah and then the last point that the book makes which I really I'm glad it ends on I want to say a happy note because it's not happy right because this blue never comes back but instead he finds his joy again right something that reminds him of his child and I think that's the moral of the story is that obviously we can't make our children come back but Joey finds the sun and the sun reminds him of his yellow balloon. And there are plenty of times when I walk through my day and I see something that makes me think of Mason or reminds me of him, or maybe even he sent me, depending on what you believe. And that those little things are what make you happy and help you get through your days.
1: Yeah, that's true. So our family is really big into hiking. And yes. so for a while thereafter, losing Joshua, um, I was determined to always find something red on our hikes. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> for me it's yellow. <laughs> what was that? For me it's yellow, something yellow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there was, um, there was a couple hikes ago that I was like, ooh, I'm going to find my red thing. And I was walking and no joke, right in front of me as soon as I thought that. There was a rock in the ground, and it looked red. so I was like, oh, I'm going to pick it up," and I was digging around it, and it was the shape of a heart. I'll have to find it one day or take a picture of it. Oh, it is oh, the coolest cool. thing. Like just right there in the ground, I had to dig it up. Wow. But it was the shape of a heart. And I was like, okay, that's my little thing. Is um,
0: it actually red? Or it just looked red and that's it is red
1: it It's a red rock. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like down it. by Swan Falls Dam. I thought it was really cool.
0: Um, oh, Swan Falls. Yeah. It's probably covered in like some kind of clay or because it's yeah. like really red sand or red red dirt down there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for some people, it's like it's signs like rainbows, butterflies flying around you. Um, for me, it's anything yellow, dandelions, flowers, sunflowers. For Stephanie, it's red, feathers, <laughs> roses. Yeah. So anything like that, um, we've talked about this in our videos before to just find things that remind you of your child and they just make you happy. Yeah. It definitely doesn't replace them, but. No,
1: definitely not. But, There's
0: nothing that can replace our babies. Yeah. So I think we should just read that last yeah. page starting with the I still miss you because it's, I think it's a good way to summarize it.
1: I think so too. So it says, I, I'll still, I still miss you, Joey said. But whenever I see the sun, big and bright, I'll feel you with me. Wherever I am, wherever I go, you are a part of me, and I am a part of you. We're a part of each other forever and ever. And that is a great closing line. We are a part.
0: Forever. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well... I love it Thank you if you joined us live. And if not, you can check out this video on our YouTube channel and any of our podcasts. Yes. So, again, that was called My Yellow Balloon. And um, let us know in the comments
1: below if you watched this and let us know what you see that reminds you of your baby.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay.
1: Bye, Stephanie. Bye.